From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. A Medea Homecoming has been a very <laughs> interesting return to form for Tyler Perry, but it's also Tyler Perry's first film for the Netflix company, so we'll see how that goes in this episode of Flicks and Picks. Welcome, I'm your host Brian Mendoza. Now, I can get into the plot of this Medea movie, but you know, if you've seen enough Medea movies, you know how these go. There's a serious plot, family drama, family misunderstanding. In this case, it has to deal with the fact that this young man, who is Medea's great, great grandson, this Medea family cinematic universe has got into a point where she's had billions of relatives to the point that you can't even put them in the same movie. Like, you watch these Medea movies, and I'm like, why aren't some people from the other movies in these? You know, with the exception of Cora, which is Medea's daughter, and then Medea's like um, friend slash ex boyfriend slash ex lover, Mr. Brown, and her friend ha- Hattie, and her, I think it's her friend too, um, Aunt Bam. I don't know. If it isn't like a wacky over the top character, they are not coming back. And so in this film, it's about her great grandson who comes back from college and the whole drama about his graduation. I would say that it's about him trying to come out, but then the film halfway through switches to a different storyline, so that doesn't even really matter by the end. The Medea movies have never really historically been about the stories. I mean, they're mostly about, like, the lessons. And over the years, they've gotten to be less and less, you know, Christian-oriented. I do want to sort of acknowledge that the older Medea works featured, like, gospel music. If you were to go back and watch, like, the plays... And some of the movies have gospel music, but like, you know, they're in the background. So, you know, it's not the same as like in the plays where they were sometimes straight up musicals. And it, it trips me up because you would think that like, you know, taking advantage of the, of the vocal talent that they would be in the movies too. But I guess not. Medea Homecoming is one of those works that I really want to say that it it's a return to form in a weird way way because it's kind of hard to describe like why Tyler Perry's work fascinates me so much because I don't think he's like a great director I do think that he's a good executive producer like I know he can find talent he's really good at finding talent I think a lot of these actors are really talented like Cassie Davis who plays Aunt Bam um, David Mann and Tamarilla Mann they're both like talented people. They're all really talented and there's a lot of great actors in it, especially the fact that like they're black actors who don't get opportunities anywhere else. The fact that Tyler Perry is able to find them, that's pretty telling. You know, I, I feel like the fact that Tyler Perry can give like older black women substantial parts in movies, that's pretty amazing, especially women of size. I think that there is a lot of things that you can praise about Tyler Perry's like you know, I, I think that he has a good eye for talent, but I don't know if he has a good eye for directing because my favorite movie he's ever done was um, the movie For Colored Girls, which was this movie that was an adaptation of a play called For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough. If anything, that play, the material itself was good enough to be in a movie, 
but the way he adapted it was a little off and like some of the stuff that he tried to add in because the original play is just a bunch of poems strung together but it's effective that way don't get me wrong it sounds disparaging but it is actually a beautiful play the way that the 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 movie did it was that it connected these scenes together by um having him write in some in-between scenes and it was a little off-putting especially considering you could tell between the original writer's work and tyler perry's writing so it's kind of clear you know whose bad writing is coming from and tyler perry's bad writing again comes in here because there is this twist halfway through the movie about who's sleeping with who and it's so ridiculous and so over the top like i had to actually rewind the movie because i thought wait a minute that doesn't even make sense because i'm sitting here watching this movie which i thought was going to be about a gay man coming out of the closet to his family and halfway it turns out to be like a family medea drama i thought there'd be more of an inventiveness to it because i mean i'm not saying that like a gay storyline is automatically going to save medea but i feel like it would have been at least more central and more focused and i and i feel like it gets to the point where I was a little unsure about where we were going to go. I thought, oh, wow, what a progressive storyline for Medea because Medea storylines have always been relatively regressive. And in some ways, like, I think that they sort of relegate women into, like, if you don't get married, you don't get to be happy sort of roles, which, you know, again, they do that again where Medea movies continuously have women getting married as their happy ending rather than, like, anything more meaningful like if you have a woman in a Medea movie that isn't married they're unhappy it's kind of a really weird attitude that these movies have especially considering that like Medea herself is unmarried so why would Medea like you know why would Medea frame not being married as a bad thing especially considering that she's actually supposed to be like a wise character but we'll see how it goes this particular Medea work is interesting because it tries to have commentary about like the police and like Black Lives Matter and like crime and it tries to have commentary about that and I think it's really off-putting because the, the other film, the Medea movie, um, a Medea Family Funeral, I was watching that film and they made a whole joke about police brutality but it was it was funny because the characters, you know, were over were, were really paranoid and scared. And like, I don't know, it was it was funny because of the way the characters were acting, like, you know, putting their hands on the wheels and all that. Like they were actually like scared and like, you know, this universe kind of sets it up that Medea can just escape the police. But it, it was a little off putting in this one because like, you know, you would think that Medea would have a different opinion, but who knows? But the fact is that the film tries to have like this social commentary that, again, I feel like is a little like reductionist. Like you reduce the argument from being complex, nuanced and about let's let's say it's an argument about how the police state works down to you're going to need the police when you when you when you call for a crime. Right. And you're sitting there thinking is, is that the argument you're trying to make, Tyler Perry? Because I'm a little confused by this storyline. It is a subplot in the actual film where one of the relatives is a cop. She's a black cop. So there's like a conflict between her and another member of the family who is completely like portrayed badly in it where he is a Black Lives Matter activist or he's like a Uncle Joe. It's Uncle Joe. The Uncle Joe character is like a ridiculous pot smoking character. He is trying to be a Black Lives activist, but he's also like I, I don't know performative. I'm not sure what Tyler Perry's trying to say. See again, like 
I even think that I was a little inaccurate in saying that he was a Black Lives Matter activist because I think Tyler Perry was making fun of that movement a little bit. I mean, it's I'm one of those people that I'm not saying that it has to follow my ideology or anything, but I feel like, again, like when you reduce the argument down to like a quick joke, especially since it was a subplot that the series was like sort of pushing towards, like, I don't understand. Like, they spend a good amount of time on it that it's a little off, and it's also this weird thing where like Medea is best friends with Rosa Parks. Like, I mean, I guess I killed the, the one of the twists. If it's a, if it's a twist, I don't know because it was kind of weird because she kept saying her friend Rosa from the NWACP, and it's like, okay, well, who could it be if she was in the sixties? You know, and that's the thing about this Medea work is that it has these moments of like really weird race focused humor. That I'm like, you know, I think Tyler Perry's work can certainly tackle race. I think that that's actually really important. I think that, if anything, we should have more work by black uh, creators that tackle race. Especially considering that, like, I think Tyler Perry's tackled race in the past. And it always comes across very, like, again, reducing the argument down. Because I don't think Tyler Perry's trying to piss off any of his audience. Which features a lot of, like, Christian people. Or he's trying to make it sort of like that the character's don't have to acknowledge that racism exists that the characters can just have their family drama and live happily ever after at the end and i understand that like we can't all be like spike lee right like i did an episode a couple of years ago where i compared tyler perry and spike lee and i said that the reason spike lee's movies hold up really well is because again they have complex conversations about the black experience the black diaspora without reducing the argument down and they were really intelligent and like you actually could have an honest argument a discussion if anything about the ending of do the right thing especially like radio raheem's actions you know and the pizza owners like racism we can talk about these things and that's why like his movies hold up pretty well and i think even in the case of like eve's bayou by cassie lemons who i assume tyler perry's been trying really hard to like replicate he's been trying to replicate eve's bayou's storyline for such a long time because Eve's bayou is one of the greatest movies you'll ever see it's currently i think on hbo max and the work is about a young girl who get who has like sort of a spiritual connection and has an understanding of this world that is challenged by her experiences with her father. It's basically a story about a young girl and her relationship with her father towards the end of his life. And it's a really remarkable work and it touches upon subjects of incest and like rape, but it also touches upon subjects of like love and forgiveness and like complicated family relationships. And Ease Bayou is one of those works that people really should check out. If you are a film buff, you really should be watching Ease Bayou. You really should be examining that film. That film needs to be studied. And Ease Bayou by Cassie Lemons in my opinion, is like the film that Tyler Perry has been trying to make his whole life, but has never been successful at it. I feel like Tyler Perry has been wanting to put in like too many cooks in the kitchen, like Medea doing these like slapstick slapstick stuff. And then Medea's family drama, which I've always felt like they were never like particularly good to begin with. Like I, I, I do get bored. I got bored watching a Medea goes to jail because the family drama situation was I'm gonna be honest bullshit I thought it was like I, I thought it also went out of its way to really have a humiliating depiction of like sex workers uh, to be honest with you a lot of the women on Medea movies they're given good roles in the sense of like you know we don't they can actually get into like roles where the 
character can go through an arc of sorts, but then the arcs aren't even really that good. Like they're all basically like, let's get married at the end to solve all our problems. And so it plays into certain stereotypes about black women and how women and women's happiness and all that. And I, and I feel like, again, I'm getting into this discussion about the greater Tyler Perry problem, but it seems again, like this Medea movie isn't unique enough or special enough to like, like do anything different with it. And yet it, it feels like it's better than a lot of them. It feels because of the fact that like Tyler Perry is able to do whatever he wants. So there's all this like extra humor in it. And he also is going back to his roots when it comes to the characters like Medea, Cora, Mr. Brown, Aunt Bam. These characters are all in the original like Medea plays and they're throughout these these sort of cinematic they're they're in the cinematic universe of Medea in the early works so I was happy to see them come back because you know even though I'm not a big fan of this franchise I've seen every single film because you know I had because I, I wanted to get some research in and it wasn't for this film I did some research for Tyler Perry and so I watched every film and also because I dated someone who really liked these movies you know there's a reason why it's dated you know instead of dating someone so the thing is that the Medea works like Tyler Perry has again brought back these characters and I'm, I'm glad he did because i like seeing like those actors i mentioned before cassie davis and david and tamara and man i like seeing them come back because they were talented and those characters you know they could be a little annoying but it always felt like it was nice to have them around be sort of familiar and it was it's kind of like spending time with your family you're not always gonna like them but you know it's it they're there and also because, like, they're the only characters other than Medea that show up in more than one movie. So I didn't have to, like, again, I, I didn't have to, like, go out of my way to, like, connect with them. Because they already had, I already had time with them. I already spent time with them in the other Medea works. But in terms of, like, the other Medea, in terms of, like, the other characters, again, the family members are always forgettable except for the ones I mentioned, Aunt Bam, Cora and Mr. Brown and Medea and Uncle Joe. I know they also had ha Haiti, but I never really connected with Hattie because I don't know, Haiti, Hattie, I don't know which one it is, but Hattie, I think is her name. Hattie, she, I never really connected with her. So I don't know. Again, should you go see Medea Homecoming? If you are a Medea fan, it's much better than some of the other Medea movies because again, Tyler Perry's free ranging this stuff and, and, and it's a return to form in a way. But is it a good movie for everyone else? I don't think so. I think that this is a movie where the characters are, again, always reducing down complex conversations, not only for the plot, but also Tyler Perry puts in social commentary, too. And it's, again, very reductionist. And so, I don't know. Is it any good? It's not, you know. But you know what? If you wanted to have a fun time, I guess Medea's Homecoming is one of the better Medea movies but it also has the same flaws as the as most of them it just isn't as bad this time around I thought the gay storyline could have had more potential I'm a little disappointed to see that it didn't hey listen for more on Radio 111